Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Today, we're so blessed that you're joining us. Today, we're concluding a great two-part interview with Robin Osborne. Uh, She's been sharing with us how... She unexpectedly was put in charge of a well-established family business when her father passed away. At the age of 21, she had to step in and take over with some employees having been with the company for decades, probably wondering what this young whippersnapper was going to do next. Amen. But she not only did so, she grew the company. Praise God. Now, Robin has been is going to be sharing with us some health problems that the devil put on her trying to take her out. But God. Amen. But God. And that's where we're going to be picking up the conversation today. So let's jump back into the interview now with Robin Osborne. You know, when you finally think you're getting a handle on things, that's usually the point where the devil's going to try and trip up the entire operation. With you, it was a brain tumor. At what point in this process did you find out about the brain tumor? 20 months ago. Yeah. So here's what I want to say. The the brain tumor was an absolute blessing in so many ways Mm -hmm. in my life. And, and what I call, you know, peaks and value valleys. We, I don't call it valleys. I call it peaks and pre peaks. So for me, I look at the most positive uh, way of seeing something because I know the Lord has a gift in there, a silver lining in every burden. And, you know, we have, I have a friend that has cancer right now praying for her healing. We lost a family member to a fentanyl overdose, you know, really big stuff, just like everyone is going through. It's universal. And that's where I say, again, you got to let, allow God to take the steering wheel and don't whip them out in crisis. It's really about the daily discipline. And so the brain tumor is truthfully, I thought I had depression. I was in COVID. It was in uh, 2021. And I kept, I was gaining weight, um, super frustrated. And I was working on Zoom. I actually grew my coaching practice 20% um, with the brain tumor in 2021. (laughs) But I uh, started, you know, when your brain's not firing right, you don't know. So people, my family members noticed I started cussing a lot. And I, my twin said he was going to sit down and have a talk with me because he could tell I wasn't happy. And I started to lose kind of my what I call, I think it's called circadian rhythm where I would like not sleep. Well, I would go out and pray in my backyard at one o'clock in the morning, uh, struggling. And I felt subconsciously or 
in the morning, sometimes I would wake up and, and think to myself, the left side of my body feels asleep. So what the gift for me in this journey was I got a blood clot in my leg, totally separate issue. So not being a medical doctor, I decided I'll just take care of it later and go to the river. So you could tell my logic wasn't uh, amazing (laughs) at the time. So when I got to my sister's house at the river, I drove by myself. My husband uh, was working and I got there and I said to my sister, I kind of feel like a drunk driver. And she said, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm kind of loosey-goosey on the road. And so then I said to her, I think I have a blood clot. And she said, you want to go to emergency? And I said, no, it's okay. I'll just go when I get home, not realizing they can be fatal. So drove all the way back from the river, which is a four-hour ride for me. And never, I, I actually was having issues and I would like miss my turn get back on the freeway and wonder where the heck I was. It was like twilight zone and just kind of blew it off. That happened twice. So when I think back, very frightening and God had his hand on me. Yeah. Um, so went to emergency when I got home the next day, I said, I think I have a blood clot. The gentleman said, you absolutely, I believe that is. I'm going to get you in right away. Because this is when there was 100 people in the emergency during COVID. So they they diagnosed it, sent me home. And they were waiting to put me on blood thinners because they had to make sure I, I checked something in our you know, background and make sure I could take blood thinners. Next day, my sister came over, brought lunch. She said, you don't look very good. And I looked at her because I kept having this sensation like I was going to black out or die. But I kept saying in my mind, like, you're fine, suck it up. I looked at her finally and said, call 911 right now. Took uh, ambulance back to the hospital, blood clots in both lungs. So they put me in the hospital and that was like a rude awakening because here's the thing. I said to the nurse, but I'm invincible. And she's like, well, you are until you're not. Mm-hmm. And so that was again, the ego. Cause we, and, and what I would say in my awakening in this, journey is that, you know, it sometimes will take a major event to wake us up Yep. and life is so, so precious. So I stayed the night in the hospital and the next day the nurse said, we're ready to discharge you. They put me on blood thinners. I said, look, I'm a very confident woman. I don't feel confident. You're discharging me too early. She said, you're fine. Follow up with your primary care physician. Went home, felt horrible. Felt like a truck had ran me over. I could barely like get up and walk. I was so weak. Then I started, I had, I think uh, the area of the brain, the brain tumor was in, unbeknownst to me, you can have hallucinations. Mm. 
I had a flash of a hallucination and I saw myself dead in my bathroom. And so then I was like, that's weird. Started seeing a purple circle on the wall. So a day and a half went later. My husband was at work. I had a friend come over and I said, can you uh, drive me to emergency? They're missing something. So she drove me. I waited another two and a half hours. I looked at the emergency room doctor and I said, look, I'm a very strong woman. You guys are missing something. Scan my head. So the gift for me was self-advocating because once they did the x-ray, the scan, they said, get her a room. I told my husband they found it. And the doctor neurosurgeon came in and said, this is huge and it's going to take your life in the next couple of days. We need to go in immediately. So they actually, I think I had the surgery within two days, but the pressure was really bad and it started to close in on me, meaning I um, had difficulty uh, with people talking. It was like too much noise. And then the I could barely look at an iPhone. Things started to get very overwhelming. So by the grace of God and an amazingly talented neurosurgeon. And, and this is like yesterday. I just want to share something that's so powerful. Is that when you are put in a position of what I would call immediately I surrendered. And I said to my husband, look, we're not in control. I'm going to lean in and trust God. And I have no expectation on the outcome. I'm just going to fully trust. Um, They said, I might not make it because a carotid artery straddled it. If they hit the artery, not going to make the surgery may go blind because it straddled the optic nerve, may have upper body paralysis. And the biggest concern they had was I may never speak again or may not speak when I wake up because they had to go through the speech center. So I didn't go into victim ever. I went full faith in my relationship And came from, I would say, strength. I would say I had more, uh, like, just strength going in than I could see my family was very uh, struggling. And I, it's one of, like, I can't explain it, how powerful that was. Um, And when I woke up, I could speak. And so my husband and I have a core value, one heart, every decision we make one heart. And, and so I said to the nurse, please tell my husband one heart. So then he knew I could talk. And the nurse told him, look, you need to tell her to chill out because she's trying to take over the ICU. (laughs) (laughs) because I was trying to tell them how to do their job. And the the nurse is like, I got this. Like, you need to relax. (laughs) So for me, I feel truly that I was anointed in that surgery. And 
the big, amazing aha was coming out of it with this is what they're, this is what everyone's talking about Mm -hmm. in that. And I've never experienced that before. And I think a lot of things in my life, having the tumor removed has changed me a lot behaviorally because that was causing a lot of disruption. Yeah. And, and so that just inner it's, it's he's within, I never, I always had it me and then him on the external. So every day is truly a gift. I call it a free day. And the other thing is what I recognized is that we're not entitled to speech, vision, the ability to walk, talk, uh, drive a car. That's truly a gift from God. Amen. 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 And you share that it took you over a year to be able to walk a mile. What about other things, you know, family, household things, and of course, work and all that? Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm going to admit I'm a little bit of an overachiever. (laughs) So I uh, swooped. I have a really nice head of hair and I swooped my hair and I coached 13 days after my brain surgery. But what I really want to share is the love, support, and and just faith that my family surrounded me with was a huge uh, catalyst in my recovery. And so my sisters and my brother and my kids worked in literally eight hour shifts because my husband has a, a pretty, I would say he, he's a holistic doctor and he goes into mid to large corporations, but he leaves at four in the morning mm-hmm. and he doesn't a lot of times come get home till about five o'clock at night. So he was a huge uh, knight in shining armor for me because He made sure that we had the right team, but he also got the tribe of people around me so that we could have a safe and successful recovery. So they did that for about three weeks. And then uh, the walking one mile in a year, what would happen is I could walk, but then the neurology would shut off. And what I mean by that is I could be standing in the kitchen and then all of a sudden my low back would just give out. So it was like the electrical system on the left side. That's not a medical term, but that's my term is um, I would literally like fall on the counter and then I could barely like it was very slow going. Took me six months to get off the floor. So one time we got a puppy six weeks after the surgery, which is what anybody would do. Right. (laughs) But she wasn't what what kind of dog golden retriever. Oh, so it wasn't just a little lap dog either. But honestly, she helped me walk walk that mile. 
meaning I had, and that's really what I teach and coach and guide people on is we've got to find a motivator to create the change. So to me, that dog, I knew the dog needed walk, but also it was like, she was walking me in a, you know, spiritual way. And I would walk the trail. We have a trail behind our house and listen to amazing Christian music. And I would get about a quarter mile in and just start bawling because it's like, I can walk. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't um, come from victim. Why is this happening to me? It was knowing that you've been given the grace of God and, and a chance at a a second chance at life. And it also gave me, I would say my first learning was we're all miracles. Man, is this what helped you discover the miracle mindset that you discuss as it relates to business? Yes. So I do what I would say a customized framework for depending on what each either CEO, individual, it honestly boils down to the we're all human. Um, but yes, it's the framework that I have customized that will help you to achieve. And and here's the truth is that it's not, you know, overnight success takes 25 years, right? (laughs) Yeah. Amen. So I heard Kenneth Copeland one, one time he said, someone told him, man, your business, your ministry just grew so fast, almost like overnight. He goes, that was the longest night of my life. So what I would say is baby steps in really creating that transformation. It doesn't have to be big in, in the sense of, you know, whatever is, is important. And, and here's the thing in business, of course, I, I have 84 different tools that I use to create profitability and productivity, but it's really about also the culture because in order to change an organization, we've got to change the people. And it, it really looking at the CEO saying, how are you showing up? Yeah. yeah. Are, are, are you coming with a servant leadership mindset? What would that look like? What's two things we can change each week? So I have uh, accountability but it's also based on, you know, they've got to want it at the core and we've got to go through discovery process of what that looks like. And to, and right now I'm using this, I call it the freedom framework, but I'm on the last, I would say, leg of my recovery. Amen. And I, I work out five days a week, fixing the nutrition. So look, you know, is it easy? No, but, (laughs) but I'm, I will get there because the tools work. And to me, it's the same as your relationship with God is that it's, it's, you know, if you truly want a divine relationship and, and, you know, are tired of carrying what I call the hundred pounds of concrete on your back. 
you're trying to do it alone is first and foremost, ask for help. Yeah. And for me, you know, I have, I'm coached. I have trainers. I've, you know, I walk the talk. And so I am, uh, came out of my brain surgery with the new knowing that I'm here for a purpose greater than myself. Yeah. Amen. And really, truly sharing the wisdom to help people become better in his name. Amen. Amen. How did you get started as a pinnacle business guide? So a pin so pinnacle business guide is a is a group of high performing coaches that takes the best of the best tools that are available out there. So I started off as a what's called EOS uh, implementer. It's an entrepreneurial operating system based on the book Traction. Mm-hmm. From there, I grew into Pinnacle, which is again, these are very high performing coaches. And, and it's really about surrounding yourselves with like-minded people to grow and in, in, in really to grow and make transformation in other people's lives. What I found is I got to show up first and lead by example. So I have, I would say, surrounded myself with the 1% mm-hmm. and, and they're my brothers my sisters, we're we're a true family. There's 115 of us. Um, we we work the same thing we do with clients. We do as as a team of guides, and we get together. We fly all over the country every quarter. We have a, a quarterly meeting. We set up our goals. We learn new tools. Um, I'm also what's called a catapult coach which is really focused on KPI centric. So creating m- measurables that are really going to get you what you want. It's really mm-hmm. about discovering it and reverse engineering it in action. So for me to walk a mile is honestly the same. How do you do that? It's it's breaking it down and what it's going to take. And then making sure that you're holding yourself accountable, right? It's easier to stay in bed or a lot of people want to have the mindset that that's never going to happen. So I say, if you're using never or always, kind of, sort of, probably, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have a plan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And, and do you only work with CC with C-suite executives? I do not. I also do personal coaching. So my passion is people. Mm-hmm. So I can I can do one-on-one coaching and I do group coaching. I have a lot of different programs. So the Life on Your Terms program is, for example, I took a CPA firm uh, through the Freedom Framework. They hit their three-year picture their second year and got acquired by Ernst & Young. Mm, wow. So the owner that was in the last five years, I'm working with the owner now in doing the life on your terms Mm -hmm. because he reached his pinnacle of 
success. Now what's next? Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's good. If someone listening to us right now is that type of person and they have a question or would like more information, how can they get in touch with you? They can go to my calendar link. The best way to to really uh, get clear on what it is that you are wanting is to book a 30-minute conversation. They can go to followupwithrobin.com. That links directly to my calendar. And again, you know, businesses are snowflakes and so are people. We all have our unique stories. Um, We all have very universal pain. And we also have very unique uh, what we aspire to create or or overcome. So I look forward to anybody that would like to spend 30 minutes on really creating that plan, that blueprint. Amen. Amen. And if someone would like to do an interview with you such as this, how should they get in touch with you? I would say go to my website, www.robinosborn, R-O-B-I-N, Osborne, O-S-B-O-R-N.com. Or they can go to the calendar link, follow up with robin.com, and I'm happy to uh, connect there. Okay. Amen. I'll put links to this all down the show notes below. Folks, you never know when the devil will try to take you out. You never know when, as they say, the next shoe will fall. All you can do is be prepared. You do that by implementing some of the things which Robin Osborne has shared with us today. You do that by relying, of course, on Christ Jesus. But at the same time, you need to implement some ideas and strategies to help keep you focused. Robin is an expert. She's lived through this. She's lived this. She has tested and worked the systems she now teaches others. She knows these things work. She is now dedicated to helping you achieve your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, and your successes. If you like to get in touch with her, drop down in the show notes below. Click the links right there. Don't wait. You, you know as well as I do that the devil will just try and talk you out of it if you try and wait. So just do it. Amen. That one action will be followed by another as you start to connect with Rob. Then another. Then another. Soon you will realize just how far you've come, praise God. And it all starts with doing one simple thing. Go down the show notes, click the link below to reach out to Robin Osborne today. Amen. Robin, thank you for taking the time to come on the program and sharing your story with us. I do appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Robin Osborne, myself, is Pastor Bob reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.
Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcasts. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.